Welcome to District Connect, your podcast connection to the latest trends and innovation in education, brought to you by Co-Creation Hub. Today, we're excited to have Wale Ogunjobi, the founder and CEO of Sabitich. We'll be discussing the transformative power of technology in education with a focus on tutoring and continuous professional development for teachers. Sabitish is a platform that connects learners with vetted expert tutors. It's good to have you on the podcast show today, Wale. How have you been? Uh, thank you for having me. I've been great. I mean, uh, making sure that uh, we make education better in this part of the yeah. world. That's the goal. And <laughs> I'm excited that you're passionate about doing just that. So I would like to hear from you first. How, what did the, today is Saturday. It's a weekend, obviously. So what was the first week in November like for you at Sabitich? Um, the, the first week for us was really exciting, right? It was really exciting, especially um, the first of, you know, uh, November, because it was the day we announced the winners of uh, the Super Teachers Challenge 2023 that uh, held at Sabitich. Uh, the challenge lasted for about a month. Uh, we had teachers across Nigeria uh, showcase, you know, themselves uh, as what, you know, they have to offer, you know, as a teacher, you know, and then we had lots of entries around um, Nigeria. I think over close to about 500 entries, right? Oh, um, we, we had to, you know, select the top three and you know the top three were announced on the first of November. Uh, three of them went on with gift prices. They were giving a first-class treat at a top restaurant in Lagos. All of this just to appreciate teachers, you know, to encourage them to keep doing what they are doing. So for us, the announcement happening on the first of November was you know, a good start for us. Yeah, definitely a great start, an exciting <laughs> one at that. And I, I was just imagining how much of work must have gone into selecting the final top three out of a pool of over 500. Absolutely, absolutely a lot. Because the, the truth is, um, this challenge opened our eyes, you know, up to knowing that there are actually a lot of good teachers right in nigeria teachers that are not just doing this for the money but they are passionate about it you know so it was it was really a difficult process uh, uh selecting um teachers one of our winners you know was from abia state right and yeah, it was it was exciting actually <laughs> But would you want to let us in on the things you looked out for to now say these are the qualities of a good teacher? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. So one of the things we looked at was the impact you have made so far. So we looked at impact, we looked at um, some of your abilities. We looked at how you're able to you know, manage your classes. We also you know, looked at uh, communication because that's important. We're building, we're developing 21st century teachers, teachers that um, are able to express themselves and communicate effectively. We also looked at technology uh, because the challenge actually happened online. So, you know, we uh, expected teachers to put out their videos. Some of them had to go an extra mile to editing the videos using some tools and stuff like that. So we needed teachers that are also um, a bit tech uh, savvy, which was part of the criteria. 
Another thing we also did in terms of the selection process is to also um, make them write an essay, you know. So it's also like testing these teachers to know if, you know, yeah. they really know what uh, they do and then they're able to express it, they're able to communicate it. And, you know, all of these things uh, were foundational things we looked at, you know, and then were able to make a decision. It was a tough one, but uh, using all this, Criterias. I mean, you would know when uh, someone deserves it or not, you know. And that was one of the things that pushed that, uh, uh, the, uh, you know, decision. <laughs> mm, thank you so much for going into the details, and that's a very interesting way to have started this podcast. But I want to, I want you to take us back a little, a little further. Yeah. Okay, did I say that well? Back. <laughs> okay, I want you to take us down memory lane a little bit more. And I want to understand yes. what your classroom was like as a primary school student back uh, and how has it changed for learners today? Okay, so my journey was pretty much exciting. Like, um, I remember, you know, my my primary school um like yesterday i was you know this small body you know boy but i was everywhere i was the head boy um at my primary school you know i was all over the place i was a brilliant chap you know everybody wanted to be my friend because you know you're the happening guy you're the head boy i was also a drummer you know, so I remember on Fridays when we have, you know, like a fellowship in school, I'm the opening guy, right? Playing the drums, the head boy and stuff like that. My primary school was a good one. But yeah. when, and it was a private school, but when I wanted to transit to secondary, my daddy insisted that he wanted me to have a government school experience yeah, stuff like that you know some african tough parents you know they just want you to feel the pain they also went through right so uh my dad tried federal government colleges it didn't work out he tried some unity school it didn't work out eventually i landed at a government secondary school. I don't want to mention the name because a lot of people will laugh at me, right? <laughs> you want to own up to your school, <laughs> but that's fine. No, no, that's okay. So, but uh, a young boy that went to a good primary school, you know, had a normal school environment, landed in a government secondary school where i got the admission late as at the time i got to the class my class i can remember gss1 cmd together we were about 260 something in class i was i was i was overwhelmed i couldn't even get a seat to sit down on i sat on the floor for weeks you know going as a young chap you know i was like happening person in my primary school but when i got to my secondary school it was another experience and that was the beginning of um how would i say it it started affecting my academics because I couldn't just cope in a class of almost 300 students. And that is just GSS1 CMD. Um, we had GSS1 A and B, C and D, uh, like that, E and F, maybe probably to him or something like that. And the, the, the population in class were not less than 200 class so what happened was i couldn't cope with learning because the 
student-teacher ratio for me wasn't working. My learning style is you being able to interact with the teacher easily, ask questions and stuff like that. Oh, that's my kind of learning. So now cap the icing on the cake. I had, you know, some vision problem. I couldn't really see far, you know, and sometimes I had to sit at the back. I want to sit on the chair. If I want to sit in front, I have to sit on the floor, right? So it really affected me. Same thing into the university, that was worse, you know, because you can have over a thousand in a theater <laughs> and then you have a small body in front. So for me, the best part of my education was the primary. My secondary school experience was not it at all. My secondary, my university experience was not it at all. And, and these were some of the things that inspired what I'm doing now, because I believe that not all children or learners are, you know, dull in that sense, the word we use, right? But sometimes the educational um, environment, right, infrastructure sometimes affect uh, people's learning experience. So, so I hope I've been able to take you back in time. Sometimes when I remember it, it's really not a good experience for me, but it is what it is. Thank you for your story. And as you were saying everything, I was just picturing how you were squinting from the back and maybe sitting on the floor in front. Uh, comparing comparing that to your experience in primary school and how that moved into university. And I'm really excited to see that all of those experiences did not just end at, oh, I had it good in primary school, I had it rough in secondary school. It has challenged you to want to do something about changing that narrative for today's children. That's yeah. really profound. So when you were speaking earlier, about what your week was like. You talked about the Super Teachers Challenge. And I just want to ask, when we visit the Sabi Teach website, we see various services you offer. How will your parents describe the work that you do? Um, so Sabi Teach generally, right? Uh, for us, basic thing we do is we connect learners to uh, African educators. That's the simple, simple uh, thing that we do at Savitich. So it's now, um, you know, has a broad uh, aspect, right? For those that want um, academics, you can connect with an educator that can help you with your academic work. For those that want professional um, upgrade, right, you want to do professional certifications and all of that, you can also connect with educators that can help you. One of the things that we have also done lately is, you know, to also have educators, we also call them therapists, that uh, parents or learners can connect with, you know, special needs uh, learners, those with dyslexia, those with, you know, autism, they can also access educators um, on, on Sabitich, you know. So uh, Sabitich is that digital platform, one-stop shop, where you can find educators, where you can book for their services based on your preference, and then also take the classes on Sabitich, right? After the class on Sabitich online through our virtual classroom, you can reach the teacher, you know, so that you can help someone else that wants, you know, you know how uh, the, the normal, you know, marketplace works. So that's what we've been able to achieve. Uh, with Sabi Teach. Uh, we're also working on some other things in pipeline because right now we want it to be 360 
uh, education model that is one-on-one -on -one, um, class session, group class session, those ones that what we operate presently, but over the time and also based on market needs, we have seen that there is a need for people to also learn at their pace. So one of the things I'll be introducing soon to Sabutich is the self-paced, you know, course model, which will be launching in a few weeks' time. So it makes okay. it a 360 model. If one-on-one, -on -one, which I wish I had when I was in secondary school, is what you want, you can go for that. Um, if you want to interact with other learners in the class, a class of, say, uh, 10 to 20, that's the group session, and then that will also allow you to pay a lesser fee to join the class, you can opt in for that. If your model is you want to learn at your pace, then you can go for the self-paced course model, you know, where you can learn at your own pace. So that's like the overview of uh, disability uh, learning platform. Uh, thank you. And it's so interesting to hear about the various ways you are trying to meet learners' needs. Uh, if they want group classes or if they want very personalized learnings. Yes. And I'm excited that that will be launching very soon. Uh, so I really want to know, and I think that will be the same for some of our listeners. What has the receptiveness of both teachers, educators, and students in Nigeria to these products offerings that you have? Okay, so let me start first from uh, the teachers, right? Uh, when we started, we started 2019, it, it was a difficult one, I must say. Uh, because when we had the Sabitich idea, it was pre-COVID. So I could even remember um, pitching to some uh, startup mentors of ours. We were pitching to some investors and, and we're telling them that the next Phase of education actually would be, you know, online you know, because uh, with that it is scalable. With that, you know, you are not restricted with uh, location barriers and all of that. We we're pitching the idea, but they looked at us as jokers, like, "Come on, this mm. cannot work," and stuff like that. And all of a sudden. COVID happened around November, December 2019. And we looked like prophets, right? Like, ah, these guys were able to see the future. But unfortunately, we were not unrepresented already. The educators were not unrepresented already. The parents were not unrepresented already. The learners, of course, <laughs> were not ready, you know. So it came to us as a surprise. So 2020, when you know we had to put something together for this happy teach platform, it was really difficult to get teachers to facilitate classes online. It was a difficult process. So what we had to do was we started the training process, you know, of training teachers how to use basic tools on you know the computer like powerpoints like it was was a difficult process i must say at the beginning but right now we've seen that the adoption you know has increased right in terms of educators also in terms of parents and learners also we've seen a drastic improvement in that which you know for us it makes a lot of sense uh we also like the fact that um, the, the government are beginning to embrace, you know, the online learning model also, mm -hmm. right, which is opening, you know, up uh, opportunities for people like us at SAPI Teach. But we believe that the more adoption increases, the more it will help us, you know, penetrate the market and, you know, make more impact. But 
a step at a time. On our own part, we're doing a lot of product education, we're doing a lot of trainings for teachers. We're also um, investing in digital literacy for um, students and learners, right? All of this just so that the adoption of online education can, you know, increase more, uh, which is quite low at the moment compared to other developed countries. But we believe that in the nearest future, uh, we're going to experience more progress regarding this. Mm, thank you. So, at what 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 can we cap um, this? Maybe our learners and educators' readiness to embrace technology, maybe on a hundred percent scale. So, at the Going moment, by your experience with, um, yes. so based on our experience so far, Shabi Teach, I would say that. Uh, for teachers, it's like 50% or on the scale of 1 to 10, 5. On the scale of 100%, 50%. Uh, for learners, really, I would say about uh, 65%. Because you see that learners now, especially the kids, define technology easy. You see a two-year-old or two-plus-old operating their mom's phone already, you know, knows where YouTube is, knows where, you know, to navigate this and that. Some teachers also, they even still struggle <laughs> with basic tools like that. So in terms of adoption, I think from the learner's part, we have more progress than some of the teachers. Some of the teachers, they don't want to evolve. Right. And that's one of the reasons why we have initiated um, challenges like Super Teachers Challenge. Just to say, teachers, you can't just be there. You must embrace change. You must evolve. You must be out there. You must use some starting tools so that you're relevant in, in you know, visa age and time. Thank you. And speaking of relevance, which is was in the last statement you made, yes. um, UNESCO in one, one of their recent calculations stated yes. that Africa, Sub-Saharan Africa will still need about 15 million teachers to attain quality education by 2030. Absolutely. And one in three teachers in Sub-Saharan Africa do not meet the required um required qualification and training yeah. and the changes brought for by the pandemic has necessitated the need for teachers to be trained more and you were speaking about relevance i want to to ask where should we see what contribution should we see sabi teach making towards this challenge by 2030 Okay, that's that's a very good question, very valid question. Um, for Sabitage, we, I mean, we have ongoing um, plans in terms of making sure that, uh, you know, we help teachers meet the standard, the quality uh, that is required, you know, as stated by UNESCO for 2030. And it's one of the vision or the, one of the things that inspired Sabitich, right? If uh, you ask me that, what were some of the pain points, right? Why we started Sabitich? It's part of, you know, those things that motivated us to start Sabitich. And for us, teachers training is key, right? We're investing a lot in teachers training almost every month uh, we train our teachers because there are new uh, technologies new tools online tools you know that have been launched every now and then we try as much as possible to make sure that uh, the teachers within the teacher ecosystem you know are updated with you know this uh new technology that's one of the things uh, that we do another thing that we do 
for teachers is to help them with product financing. So it's part of things we also do for some teachers that have the knowledge, you know, but they don't have the resources, right? To get maybe a computer or a writing pad for them to teach effectively online and, you know, a tablet. Servitage also augment, right? For these um, teachers and say, okay, we'll give you the, the devices up front and then as you train on Servitage, you can pay little by little so that some of those things are things that we're already doing on the background, but you know that for this thing to have a much um, impactful, you know, effect, it has to be from the top to the bottom, right? Which means that the, the Ministry of Education, the educational bodies must see this as a need and as a criterion for teachers to, to, to be, um, digital literate right let me just you know use that word and then enforce training effective training for educators you know in the effective use of online tools and online teaching methods these are things that need to be enforced from top you know of the decision makers and then people like us can be empowered you know to do more imagine we have um we have a loan facility for teachers just for device financing with banks, right? Do you know the kind of ripple effect that we have in terms of helping teachers adopt technology? It's going to go a long way, but for us as a startup, we can only do the bit we can, right? And also talking with policy makers, we're talking to, to see how they can also embrace um, all of these things, but in a little way, as a teach, you know, we're taking it a step at a time to make sure that you know our teachers are you know well trained, you know, digitally to uh, meet the requirements uh, for for uh, you know twenty thirteen. Improve learning outcomes. Yeah. Yes. So thank you so much for the insights you just shared. And one thing I picked from everything you said is teacher motivation at various levels of leadership. And I'm excited to see that innovators like you are not waiting for the government's grand solutions or interventions before you step into action. And you are doing the bit you can. And that part of where you support teachers with tablets uh, on a loan scheme is really, really a good way to say you want to get on the internet, you want to be able to leverage technology to teach, but you don't have the means, we can help you do that. And that's like a very great way to get teachers motivated to start using digital technology. But on the flip side of that, a lot of teachers still believe that teaching is not so lucrative and they often use the catchphrase, their reward is in heaven. <laughs> I don't know if you agree with that statement, but Sabitich seems to be changing the narrative. How does that work with you? And why should teachers get on your platform and be a part of this game-changing provision you're offering? Uh, thank you for that question. Honestly, I would say that uh, the, the usual notion that teachers' reward is in heaven, yeah, I think it's just you know, a way to console themselves and then re remain a mediocre, right? Uh, that's not true, you know. Why, why would, why, why haven't you heard doctors say, doctors save yeah, life? So why are doctors not saying my reward is in heaven? <laughs> <laughs> you know, why are, are pilots? Not saying, oh, I flew yeah. from Lagos yeah. to Ibado now. Oh, my reward, my reward is in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that notion is just teachers use it because they don't want to evolve. 
they don't want to evolve they don't want to think outside the box and then they say my what is in heaven uh i must say that for us as a teacher we're changing that narrative we believe that teachers are professionals and they should also get you know uh they should get rewarded for their good works uh without teachers they can't be doctors without teachers uh you would have pilots that i mentioned you know we are where we have today because we had some teachers that helped us right uh not until teachers begin to see themselves as a professional they cannot even get rewarded enough you know so it's just you same value in what you are offering um so let me bust your bubble um there's one of our teachers at sabi teach we did like uh an audit of what teachers some teachers have earned on sabi teach and i must tell you that within a seven months eight months a particular teacher has made over two star over two million naira as a side hustle not not a full-time job at the end of the month i see some educators cashing out on a monthly basis withdrawing from their sabitic wallet close to two hundred thousand. You know, and sometimes I tell people within our organization that do you don't you think I should also start teaching or start? <laughs> I think I can't be we can't be processing all this for this teacher and then me, I'm just looking at the CEO, you know, just yeah. <laughs> on a lighter note, right? But the thing is, we have learners needing you know teachers from africa we have learners from canada we have learners from the uk we have learners from the us we have learners from the europe especially nigerian parents in the diaspora they love nigerian teachers mm -hmm. and if you're able to position yourself leveraging platforms like sabi teach you're earning cool cash after your normal school hours we're not saying you should quit the classroom no because there still need to be someone in the classroom but you have spare time you have time in the evening you have time and weekends you will take class in the night because the time in canada right afternoon in canada midnight in nigeria when a client schedule a class with a teacher from canada it falls to about 11 p.m 11 p.m 12 a.m 1 a.m what stops you as a teacher from getting some of those gigs so mm -hmm. those are some of the ways that teachers are beginning to you know double their awful let me use that word leveraging platforms like stability and the truth is, when you are a great teacher, you get more reviews, you get rating. And when you get your rating and reviews right on Sabitich, your profile is being suggested to parents more. And then they can hire you more, you can earn more. And the funniest thing is, or the most interesting thing is, you are the one that will fix the amount that you want, that you mm -hmm. want to hour we are not doing that for you right yeah. so you are the one rewarding yourself right so the the thing is teachers just need to think outside the box i know the normal day-to-day school they are not paying well some of them i see here some people pay teachers thirty thousand. that is bad for savvy teach we are trying to change the narrative. We're trying to say, hey, teachers are professional. They should be remunerated 
you know, with what they are worth. And 30,000 Naira that some teachers earn on a monthly basis is what a teacher can just earn in one day on Sabiti, taking like maybe uh, five hours class or something mm -hmm. like that. You have 30K in your account. So my encouragement is for teachers to also leverage it. And Sabiti is not just for for uh, secondary school teachers, primary school, even teach, even lecturers. Who says you cannot? Yeah. Yeah. lecturer who says you cannot hold, you know, some mini classes or some extra classes for some students, or who says you an universities um, students? We have some of them, but the truth is, most of our university students are you know from from abroad most university students here they don't leverage it right as a student to you know hire maybe a lecturer from another school to help you some of these are things that people can begin to do on disability oh, platform yeah. even students from the university right can leverage sabitage platform to teach lower courses right we see that happen in other tech platforms in the uk you know, and in, 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 in the US, right? Some of those things are things that we teach, you know, have put in place to make sure that teachers are duly rewarded. And our dream, I still told some of the teachers during the Super Teachers Challenge, is that our dream is to see that teachers are buying their cars, the money their hand on Sabitich. And we see that happening very, very soon. Let's see that. Let's see more of that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I think you've pretty much walked people through your website and the features on the websites that they can leverage, whether they are teachers in primary or secondary schools, or their own lecturers in universities, or senior students, or even professionals can host their master classes. On Sabi you just need to know how to teach Sabi yes. teach have your yes. knowledge and come and disseminate it on Sabi platform so before I go to my next question where can people find you online if they want to enroll with Sabi if they want to enroll on Sabi teach right yes so I mean you can just log on to sabiteach.com Sabi S-A-B-I then teach T E A C H Sabi. So Sabi is just the normal I Sabi, you know, Sabi teach. So <laughs> Sabi is I know how to teach. I Sabi teach, you know, Sabi teach. So that's you know using the yeah, Fiji Nigerian Fiji now. <laughs> Sabi, Sabi boy, Sabi girl, you know, Sabi teach, so, you know. So and you can also um check us out on instagram sabi teachers uh we're also on facebook we're on linkedin uh sabi teach we're also on twitter um sabi teachers so check us out see what we're doing see our latest you know um vibes whenever i can tell you can also jump on some other exciting uh things that you know uh we're doing and if you're listening to this podcast i and you know i have a gift for you so you can reach out to me personally on instagram at uh wale Ugunjabi, or you can reach out to me on linkedin and say you listen to this podcast and you want a free learning gift card so I'm going to give you a free learning gift card in my name. Amazing. What 10,000 10, naira? Wow. So when you get the gift card, you can use the, the coupon in the gift card to learn on Sabitich, you know, of uh, education time or learning time What's 10,000 naira. So if you do that, just say from this podcast, you heard me, you need the learning gift card and we're going to make it happen. So that's another Amazing. thing that we also have on the Sabitich platform. 
you you shouldn't just give people learning gift card to go and shop and buy things you can also begin to give people learning gift card to learn so that's another thing that amazing thing we're doing as a yeah truly amazing Sabitis yeah. is changing the way we view awesome. gift cards they could also be for learning and not just yeah. for shopping or maybe perhaps you could say shopping for knowledge right <laughs> <laughs> wow thank you for that shopping, shopping all right knowledge. shop for knowledge yeah great so you have it there our listeners you can go to sabitsich.com s-a-b-i-t-e-a-c-h.com and you yeah. can follow them on social media sabit teachers on instagram and on twitter and Sabitich on Facebook and LinkedIn. And thank you, Wale, for that gift. You can be the lucky person. Reach uh-huh. out to Wale on wait. Instagram as Wale Ogujobi and let him know that you listened to this podcast to claim your learning gift card. So, Wale, what does success mean to you at Sabitich? Uh, simply put, success for us at Sabitich would mean that we are the, the, the one-stop shop for online learning in Africa. When someone thinks about online learning, they think Sabitich. For us, I think, you know, it would be success <laughs> uh, 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 to me. Another thing, you know that will be success to me two additional thing is to see that um learners are able to learn on sabitich and then they're able to prepare for promotional exams directly just because they have learned on sabitich they are qualified to take exams like why like Neku. <laughs> that's also going to be a success um, another thing that will be success is to see that teachers' lives are being changed drastically because uh, they're leveraging Sabiti. So those three things, I think, for me, will be success and will bring about fulfillment for me. Uh, at the Thank you. I like how you talked about the general vision of becoming a one-stop shop for learning in Africa and you drift yes. down to talking about what success should mean for learners and yes. how achieving that for them is success for you as well. And also touching teachers' lives and improving what the profession looks like for them. Wow, that's interesting to learn. And I hope that we get the chance in the future to have another conversation on how far you've gone with achieving all of these success metrics that you listed out. Absolutely. Let's talk about um, teachers being rated by students and if you give them more visibility. How do you at a bit teach vet these teachers before giving um, learners access to them? Okay, so we have our boarding process, actually, where... um, First of all, your certificate will be vetted. You know, you can be, especially when you want to train academics, you must have gone through the process, right? Um, we vet your certificate. Certificate. We have one-on-one interview with them. They do dry run um, teaching with us. Um, we also make sure that they've had some kind of, a, you know, work experience within you know uh, you know classroom experience before um another thing that we do for the teachers also is we want them through our training in our training which means you must also pass uh, the training before you are finally on board and another thing that the system has you know is the reviews which means that your review must not and your rating must not be less than you know we have a you know if it's less than it your account will be put on probation right so which means also the system submit system has a way of doing extra 
check on teachers, which means that when students put bad reviews on you and then low rating, your accounts would be put on suspension, right? Mm -hmm. Only good teachers um, would be allowed to teach on service. And then the teacher, the students, right, would also be the determining factor to say, oh, this teacher should not be on service. Even though you have scaled through all our onboarding, you know, process, learners also will still be the one to dictate. If one, two, three learners are saying this person is not a good teacher, then of course you are not a good teacher. You shouldn't be there. And then if some learners are saying, oh, this teacher is good, is excellent, is tough, the system also has a way of, you know, putting that. So that is another extra uh, ways, you know, to keep the best teacher on Sabi teacher. Okay. So for teachers that um, are rated low, is there any provision for them? So putting on their account on suspension means that you know, they have to come and explain what's going on. And if there are things that we can help with, of course, will, but they have to wait till we are satisfied, you know, that they have met necessary requirements before they get back, right? Because it's, it's uh, if you are rendering a service and your customers are complaining, it's not about you, it's about the customer right so we have to make sure that only the best educators interface with um, learners and you know train learners so the, the the teachers or educators they have to just step up right and for us aside the onboarding vetting stuff quality also is key for us all right we make sure that classes you know sometimes are monitored to see that the students are getting value, right? So you don't have to do well and, you know, be the best for you to thrive on Sabitich. If you are that kind of person delivering quality and excellence, you're going to thrive and you're going to make a lot of uh, money on Sabitich and you'll be glad uh, you did. Oh, thank you so much. Just like every notable institution, Sabitich also thrives on value and excellence. So, Wale, I know you had a big win earlier in the year. You made it among the top 12 startups in the MasterCard Accelerator, sorry, in the MasterCard Foundation Accelerator Program, uh, which is really a huge one for any tech startup in Nigeria. So I want to know what has changed for you since joining the MasterCard Foundation EdTech Accelerator Program at Sabitich. So, uh, fantastic question. Uh, honestly, it's been a blessing. Um, from, you know, the exposure we got, the you know, brand awareness, leveraging the CCO community, it's been huge um we've had a lot of exposure from the product showcase to the you know edtech festival where we're able to interact with um other you know edtech company and you know users it's been an amazing journey with uh cco at mastercard uh through this journey we also interface with uh, some of the team within the CCO uh, family, like, you know, the talent team, they've been helpful, the product team, they've also been helpful in making sure that, you know, we get the right products out there, which for us now, we're really proud about the products that, you know, we have and some of the things that we are still working on at the moment. Also, the learning science team, the the training the deep dive session has been a blessing to us learning how you know things should work also the same gap you know how to make sure that you put the necessary you know safeguard measures in place in your products you know to help learners to help teachers a lot of things that i can mention you know <laughs> 
now, but in all, I would say that the escalator has taken us from here to there, <laughs> right? Which we're glad about, we're excited about. Um, I also would encourage any tech startup to jump on the next cohorts. I know they will be opening that anytime soon. I know that when you join the accelerator, um, things will change within your the organization, which we have experienced. Thank you, Cecile. Thank yeah, you, Master. Thank you so much, Wale. This yeah, many thanks to CC Hub for making this happen in Wale's words. And like he advised yes. to our listeners, if you are an ethics startup founder or innovator, you can just watch out, be on the lookout for announcements from co-creation hub in the coming weeks i would be yes. making announcements on the next cohort for the mastercard foundation exec accelerator program and you can prepare to apply for that thank you so much wale I hope to catch up with you on another thank episode you. Of thank you podcast. for having me <laughs> yeah. bye yes goodbye great thank you for joining us on district connect today we hope you enjoyed our conversation with Wali Ogunjobi, the founder and CEO of Sabitich. If you are interested in listening to previous and new episodes of District Connect, follow us on all our social media platforms at CC Hub, at Co-Creation Hub to get more updates or sign up for our newsletter on our website. That is www cchub.africa and remember stay connected with us for more inspiring stories and conversations about the future of education in africa bye for now <laughs>